Welcome to Morning Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to a Saturday edition of Morning Devotion. 21 days of prayer going back to our roots I pray everything is well with you and God is blessing you in a great way and that you're enjoying or enduring these 21 days. And uh, like most of us, I, I think the 21 days of prayer, that's a great emphasis. Is that adding the fasting to it? Yeah. However you're doing it, however you're doing it, just thanks for hanging with us and being a part of it every day for 21 days straight. Tomorrow, Tomorrow, big, big note, is our prayer service. Seven o'clock, bring your needs. We'll have a time of focused prayer and see some great things happen. So good morning, Shauna, good to see you. Anna, good to see you. Ronald, Jerry, thankful that you are a part of this today. Sissy, Darlene, Dana, may God be with you today. May you see some great things happen. If you are following along with us in the book on prayer, we're loosely following the 21 days of devotion. This is day 13, and in the book, prayer is a four-lane highway. I share in the book some of the late Verbal Bean's insights into this, that basically he looked at these uh, admonitions of Paul to Timothy that First of all, prayer, supplications, prayers, intercession, giving of thanks, that he looked at those as as channels or lanes in which to move to God. That one morning, if you get up and, and you're giving thanks to God and you just don't seem to be going anywhere, having any traction, then maybe it's time to move into intercession. Or one day you're into intercession, but God is into giving of thanks. He's God. He's the king of kings, and he decides how we approach him. We approach him in prayer and watch what God can do. So today, in alignment with that, I just feel like I'm supposed to underscore something about God. Why do we keep going to God in prayer? Uh, We can give a lot of reasons. God loves prayer. Oh, by the way, do you hear the ding-donging going on right there. Do you hear the bells? There is about a 30-mile-an-hour north wind blowing up against the window beside where I'm at right now, so you're going to hear the window sensors going off. It's not your microwave. It's not your coffee pot. It's not your alarm clock. It's the sensors in the room where I am at. So understand, Bonnie, understand where we're at where we're at. But today I want to talk about how God outdoes himself and he does it in so many different ways that there's just something about God that we used to sing the song, he gets richer as the days go by, sweeter, deeper. Yes, that's what it's all about is that God just likes to outdo himself. God likes to outdo God. Now that's pretty incredible But if you'll give me a few moments, I want to show you that. So don't ever think that you've exhausted all God can do. So Josie may have blessed you yesterday. Kirk, you may have blessed you yesterday. You may have got more than you think you ever deserve. But God can outdo that today because God outdoes himself. Amen. 
This is where we're moving today. God outdoes himself. Thank you for being a part of it. Like, share, follow. Again, tomorrow is our prayer service. So, so how do you start a subject like this? How would you do it? Heather, how would you do it? Sterling, Mark, how would you do this? I, I, I look, I woke up this morning, early this morning, and I, I just felt like I've got to talk to you about God outdoing God. And, uh, and so I looked through the Bible and I started going through racking my memory. There's a verse of scripture that came back to me, Ezekiel 41, 7. If you remember, this is a very long vision in the book of Ezekiel, and he's, he's climbing through God's house, sort of a vision of what God is doing in the last days. And as Ezekiel climbs through the house of God, he sees that the rooms get bigger. Picture an inverted pyramid, that the higher he climbed, the floors didn't get smaller, but they got larger. The higher he went, the greater supply. And that seems to be the message that God has for me and you. He's always doing a new thing. You always have a next step. There's always another chance. You can enter into abundance because the closer we get to the end of this thing, folks, the greater the supply. Oh, can I get a witness? Mike, Susan, Michael, amen. I, w- I want to give you, I, this is a simple Bible truth. God outdoes himself. And I, I'm going to just throw at you a bunch of ways we know this is true in scripture. Consider the anointing of David. The prophet Samuel had anointed the young shepherd boy to be future king of Israel, as I mentioned yesterday. But you may remember too that in conjunction with that anointing was God's rejection of Saul as king. Notice what the Bible says. Now, there was a long war between the house of Saul and the house of David, but David waxed stronger and stronger, and the house of Saul waxed weaker and weaker. I believe that's talking to someone right now, that the house of Saul will wax weaker and weaker, but the house of David, the people that serve God, will wax stronger and stronger. So the one who rejected God grew weaker and weaker, but the one who God blessed and blessed God grew stronger and stronger. Saul began his reign as king in the spirit. He ended in the flesh. David began his reign in the spirit, and he ended up growing in the spirit because God is a God who outdoes himself. He says your ending will be greater than your beginning. I'm talking to someone right now. Paula, I believe that. What about the last days of Job? Here's another illustration of how God likes to outdo himself. You know, Job was a righteous man, prayed much, sacrificed much, was a generous guy. But then he experienced one trial after another, just one right after another. You may say, well, this doesn't look right. This doesn't look right. This isn't right at all. He lost so much, his herds, his flock, his health, his children, his wife's respect. Well, he lost almost everything, almost everything, but he never lost his trust in God. You can hear that when he shouts, the Lord gives, the Lord takes away, but blessed be the name of the Lord. And then you consider that closing chapter of Job. You remember what it says in that 42nd chapter? I think it's verse 12 that the Lord blessed the latter end 
of Job more than his beginning. Why? Why? Because God likes to outdo himself. Yes. So don't fall prey. Can I just say, don't fall prey to the the world in which we're living in. I mean, the news yesterday, I heard one guy say, your dollar today is worth seven cents less than it was a year ago. And you have been out this much. You know, I, I don't think you can put a tape measure on God. Yes, there was a young man that Ezekiel saw going out trying to measure the things of God. You can't measure it. His love is beyond comprehension. His love knows no bounds. His provision is unending. What the enemy has taken from you, he can restore sevenfold. I, just, I, I don't think we should get in this starvation mindset that we can't be anything and we can't do anything and God's not. You need to boldly get on that four-lane highway of prayer and march to the King of Kings and come boldly before the throne of grace because God likes to outdo himself. And if he did it for David, his house waxed stronger and stronger. If he did it for Job, the latter end is better than the former. He's no respecter of persons, and he's going to do it for you. Yes, he is. Stanley, Yolanda, Sonia, April, Michael, God's going to do it for you. Uh, don't get lost. You read the book of Job, chapter after chapter of questions and accusations. Don't get lost in the questions. Don't get fixated on the sickness, the pain, the confusion and loss we're going on. Get The anchor of it all is in that last chapter that God will bless the latter end more than the beginning because God outdoes himself. Joel 2, Hosea 6, the latter rain will be greater than the former rain. The latter you will be greater than the former you. There is a grand finale coming. High tide is on its way. I love what Solomon said in Proverbs 4, that the path of the righteous is like the morning sun, shining ever brighter until the perfect day. You're going to keep getting brighter and brighter and brighter until we reach that perfect day. Yes, these are difficult days. Yes, they will take your breath away. Yes, they will wither your strength and prompt you to get lost in your own thoughts and miseries. But Solomon said, not always. It's going to keep getting brighter and brighter until we reach that perfect day. Why? Because God has a habit of outdoing God. He loves to outdo himself. Are we doing okay out there? Douglas, we doing okay? Heather, is that all right? Let me give you some more Bible examples of this. What about Isaiah 9, 6, after telling us that Jesus is going to be the wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, Hear what Isaiah says, and of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. We've got a God that keeps on keeping on. Each day, you're going to enter into a new level and a new dimension of his greatness and his grace. You're going to encounter a love for him each and every moment that can that can quench the strongest of fires, that can abound, where sin abound, grace doth much more abound because God outdoes himself. Try to stop him with the cross. Try to stop him with the grave. He will roll that stone away. Yes, he will. 
And when you seem to reach a dead end, he's the one that can make a dead end a thoroughfare because he never stops. He gets better, richer, sweeter, greater, fuller. Oh, I feel like, I feel like singing right now. Where's my choir? Yeah, I wish I had Brooklyn Tab behind me right now. God outdoes himself. Ezekiel, the same vision that starts in chapter 41 is still going in Ezekiel 47. It's in that same vision, Ezekiel comes to the front of the temple and facing east because the house of God, God's house, the doors always faced east. He sees a thin stream of water coming out from under the threshold. Spirit urges him to follow the water. You know the story in Ezekiel 47. He starts following this little trickle of water. It gets bigger and wider and bigger and wider. This is the way of God. He outdoes himself. 1,500 feet from the banks, knee deep, 3,000 feet to the waist, half a mile from the banks or nearly a mile from the banks. The water's to the chest. Water's deep enough to swim in. Water's so wide that no man can cast over. Ezekiel said, when I was climbing, I saw an enlarging. This is the way of God. He outdoes himself. Yes, he does. That the farther you get in your walk with God, it gets more powerful, more expansive. I feel the Holy Ghost in this. Your best days are not behind you. They're in front of you. You're not just marking time. Georgia, Matthew, you're not just marking time. There's a brighter day coming. Yes, it was. You remember in John 2, the Lord's very first miracle. He turned water into wine. The governor of the feast said, you know, most people just give the best wine first, save the poorest wine for last. But he said, wow, this day, the best was saved for last. You need to get that in your mind. The best is saved for last. I'm not over. I've not seen my best days. I'm seeing some good things on their way. Why? Because my God will do something greater tomorrow than he did today. He just outdoes himself. Moses, you may think your life is over. Washed up, a failure, get ready. A burning bush is coming. John Mark, you may think you failed the great Apostle Paul as a young man and your window of opportunity is forever closed. Don't think that way. Mark, Paul would say late in life, bring John Mark. He's profitable to me for the ministry. Get yourself ready for the enlarging because God always outdoes himself. Simon Peter, do you think the story is going to end? Do you think the narrative of your life is going to end up with you weeping bitter tears? Get up, go fishing, go back to where you met Jesus the first time and get ready. You're about to catch a draught of fish that you've only dreamed of. You're going to get to let go of those nets a second time. You're going to be that fisher of men. Pentecost is coming. Get ready. 40 days. You got a sermon to preach. Jonah, do you think this is all she wrote? Do you think your life is going to end by being eaten up, swallowed up by circumstance? No. In the middle of that whale, get on your knees. Cry out to the one who can lift you from the deep. And the word of the Lord will come a second time. You hear what that is? That's a 30 mile an hour wind blowing up against my windows and the alarm sensors going off. I, I just assume it's the Holy Ghost punctuating what I'm saying right now. Say, listen to this man. Listen to this man. God always outdoes himself. Paul said this outward man perishes, but the inward man is renewed day by day that you're getting better. 
your spirit is growing sweeter. That God's doing a great work in you. I want you to notice this about Ezekiel. For him to see the widening of the rooms, for him to witness the ever-growing and bountiful supply, he had to leave the lower level and he had to climb to the higher levels. And I think that's where we're at right now. It's a climb. It's a climb. Things look a little bleak if you stay at sea level. You need to set your gaze and eyes above the confusion and open your heart and mind to what God is saying, not what the media is saying, what God is saying. A sure sign of discouragement is you're living too close to sea level. Get up a little higher. In these days of waning supplies and supply chain crisis, you need to climb to the ever abundance of God. God is going to show out day by day. He will crown his people with favor. I like what Paul said in Colossians 2, that each of us is bound up in the body of Christ and that we increase with the increase of God. What is the increase of God? It's what God is doing on the inside of you right now. He wants to break loose. He wants to break you loose from this idea that it's, it's bad and getting worse. He wants to take you from grace to grace, faith to faith, glory to glory, mountain peak to mountain peak, shining more and more till that perfect day. The higher we climb, the more blessed it gets. Yes. That's why John the Baptist said he must increase, I must decrease. I need to let God outdo himself in my life. For that to happen, I got to get out of the way. I got to let him do his thing. Jesus said, greater works than these shall we do. Do you think the promises of God Stanley, Joyce, Sterling, got a question. Do you think the promises of God have passed you by? Do you really believe that our calling is merely to occupy a few cubic feet of space and to subsist on memories of a day gone by? Huh? No, because whatever God did yesterday, he can do more today. And whatever God does today, if there is a tomorrow, it will be better tomorrow. Because God always outdoes himself. I, it's as if I hear the spirit cry, come up here. Exit the plains of mediocrity. Breathe some of this mountain air. Breathe deep from the promise that God is and that he can do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or we think. Yes. Let me close this today with, I've been talking about Ezekiel 41, but in Ezekiel 1, you may remember that the Israelites were in captivity. They hung their harp on the willows. They were weeping by the banks of the river Chabar. But the Bible says, the opening chapter, while they wept, Ezekiel said, I saw the heavens open and I had visions of God. Oh, how we need to train our eyes to look up. There is a lifting of the head. Our help, we know where it comes from. It comes from the Lord. I just believe God awakened me early this morning and God stirred me to talk to you about this, to motivate you down prayers for lane highway because there is an enlarging and a filling that God wants to give you greater than yesterday. Yes, God wants you to say with the psalmist, my cup runneth over. 
God wants you to pronounce the blessings of Deuteronomy 28, that the blessings have overtaken me, that the harvest is so abundant, that the sowers have overtaken the reapers. God wants to use you. Your days of service are not over. He's meeting you here. Don't give up on yourself because God always outdoes himself. And whatever he did for you yesterday, he can do today plus one. Yes, he can do more than he did yesterday. That's what's happening. I feel that in my spirit that God is wanting to do something greater in your life. What a privilege to be a part of this this morning. So thankful this Saturday morning, January the 15th, that you and I had a chance to get together, lift up one another in prayers. Thank you. Thank you. I Watching out to the side as people praying one for another, lifting up one another. Thank you for that. It's what it's all about. We're going to see the greater things in God. I believe that because God always outdoes himself. Thank you for being a part of it. Tomorrow morning, seven o'clock central is our prayer service. Come join us. We look forward to seeing you then. God bless. Thank you for listening to Morning Devotion with Ken Gurley. Join us next time for another inspiring devotion. To support this ministry, please visit firstchurch.com forward slash give.